to A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. I'm going out to Two Rivers Ford tomorrow to pick up my new Ford Explorer. Two Rivers Ford, walk me through the Built for You program that you can do, too, at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action which I'll tell you more about in the DraftKings Sportsbook app later on. Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time, your dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. And, of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. So, the Rodgers rumors got swirling again this weekend in Indianapolis, and what it was a... uh, (laughs) What it was was a shit show, to be completely and totally honest with you. Um, it was, it, listen, the Combine, just to kind of give you the, the, to set the scene for you, and you, and most of you probably already know this, you've been around long enough, you've heard this probably a million times before. I, w- when you go to the Combine, this is where a lot of these deals get done and where people start talking about things like Aaron Rodgers' potential landing spots and Who's going to uh, pick up Carson Wentz when the Colts try to trade him or cut him? What is, I mean, a lot of veteran quarterback conversation, free agents as well, because agents and general managers, executives all over the place, as well as, you know, the media types like myself. So the Rodgers thing starts up again on, what was that, late Friday night. And I just happened to be leaving a bar at in, in Indianapolis uh, about, I don't know. It, it had to have been three in the morning because um, they leave this godforsaken place open basically until we decide that we're done. This is the way. It got, bless Indy for hosting the combine because they let the NFL people make the rules. And so was walking out about three thirty um, that fr- that Saturday morning when I saw the Mike Florio report that Aaron Rodgers is truly torn. Well. First, the uh, Ian Rappaport tweet about Aaron Rodgers being truly torn on where he wants to play next year. Truly torn in the sense of does he want to return to Green Bay or does he want to uh, explore other options? Retirement still technically on the table, but it seems like he's trending towards playing next year. Now, truly torn according to Rappaport and then late Friday night, this Florio thing comes out that says Denver, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, all on the table, all places that Rodgers would want to go if he did not return to Green Bay. And a lot of this is based on his own decision. Now, we asked John Robinson about this and any other quarterback conversations that he had when we spoke to him on Wednesday. He told us summarily, no, they had not had any conversations with any other teams about any other quarterbacks other than Ryan Tannehill. They had been sticking to the company line. So when this Rodgers thing came out, you know, immediately, I'm, I've just left where the all, all the NFL people are. I'm firing off texts left and right. I'm working through the details of this Saturday, and I, I think I have a pretty good grasp, or at least I have a pretty good grasp, I think, of what this Rodgers situation means for you as a Titans fan. And we're going to get into that over the course of tonight's show. I'll share some of this information with you if you didn't have the opportunity to read the article that I wrote for AdoZSports.com yesterday. But first, I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take, and then we can really get into this. What percentage 
of the Titans-Rogers rumors do you think are true? What percentage? Give me a number. You know, 1%, 100%, 99%, 50%. What percent of the Aaron Rodgers uh, rumors with the Titans specifically? Not Denver, not Pittsburgh, not returning to Green Bay. Titans specific, what percentage do you believe to be true? We'll talk about this together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. These, uh, This is, of course, made it possible for you by Two Rivers Ford each and every night. Two Rivers Ford also will make your car buying dreams come true, just like they did for me. I'm hyped to go out to Two Rivers Ford. I'm going to trade in my car, my 2010 Ford Escape. Sugar, she's seen her better days. It's time to move on. It makes me pretty emotional, actually. But Sugar, too, my brand new 2022 Ford Explorer has been custom made for me at Two Rivers Ford. It's the Built For You program. You can do this, too. Any Ford, any color, any available features, and they will deliver the Ford to you after it's been built directly to your door. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business. Find them in Mount Juliet. Go pay them a visit and see one of the state's largest selections of quality American-made Ford vehicles or start your shopping online at tworiversford.com. Again, uh, I'm so sorry about my voice. This indie, uh, this indie thing has truly wrecked me. And honestly, it sounds a lot better than it did yesterday because I've been dumping cough syrup and cough drops down my gullet for basically the last 48 hours. And yet we persist on. So what percentage of the Rogers rumors do you believe to be so? Uh, for Chris Frazier, he says 50%, 90% um, says Ty Kendrick, but it'll be downplayed until it happens. And I believe I saw uh, Ty Kendrick say earlier that he wants, uh, that he wants, or that he believes I'll downplay it. And, you know, I, here's what I'll say. I, downplaying it, there's a difference between dismissing it and being realistic about it, right? My job is to give you the information that I receive when I'm talking to people and relay it to you as best and not as best I can in a way that is discernible for you and in the way that is, you know, thoroughly vetted and as, uh, as, as, uh, you know, as, as pertinent as humanly possible, right? So to say downplaying or dismissing it versus like, Realism, I think it's a totally different conversation. So for Robbie, uh, for Robin, rather, Robin Allen says 1% is actually so. For Aaron Wright, he says 0.001%. Now, I think there are layers to this, right? Is Aaron Rodgers, here's what we know to be true right now. Is Aaron Rodgers or has Aaron Rodgers, and by the way, this was not, I mean, this was more uh this was further back than just february when stillman um had the initial discussion about aaron rodgers purchasing prop property in middle tennessee stillman incorrectly reported that it was in franklin it is in fact in brentwood that he has purchased land with which to build a property on that is 100% so that i can tell you with 100% certainty he is building a house in williamson county he has purchased land months ago to build this house because he enjoys Nashville, because the taxes are easier for somebody in Aaron Rodgers' financial status, and it makes sense for him to do so, just as it makes sense for so many athletes and so many corporations, so many different people to move to the state of Tennessee. 100% so that he is building a home here in Williamson. Well, I'm not in Williamson County, but he is in Williamson County, or soon will be in Williamson County for at least a part of the year. 
Now, the rest of this, truly torn on whether to return to Green Bay or not. 100% so. And this is according to Ian Rappaport, who put out earlier this week, 100% so that Aaron Rodgers is torn on returning to Green Bay and exploring other options. Where this gets tricky is when you start mentioning, as Mike Florio did, Denver, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh specifically, all teams, he said, would not were not only teams that Rodgers was interested in, but had also put together trade packages should Green Bay, in fact, make him available. Now, let me, let's focus in on that point, okay? Should the Packers make Aaron Rodgers available, those three teams, according to Mike Florio, have packages put together. And here's what I'll tell you. I don't know about Denver or Pittsburgh, right? It's not my job. It's not my job to, uh, to, um, I don't cover the Steelers or the Broncos is is what I'm trying to say. My job is to find out if it's relevant to the Titans. Do the Titans have a contingency plan? Should Aaron Rodgers become available? Yes, is the answer to that question. Yes, they do have a plan in place should this come about. Now, is that shocking to you? It shouldn't be. Here is why. Because the job of every NFL front office, when a player like this is potentially on the table, is to do your due diligence and to prepare a contingency plan should this be the avenue that you choose to explore. It is one domino in a larger conversation. Could you move Ryan Tannehill? What else would need to be done financially to bring Aaron Rodgers in? What would it cost you? What are you prepared to offer versus what the Packers may ask for. All of these things make sense because teams do this every offseason. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is going to come available tomorrow and then all of a sudden John Robinson and his organization have to put together a package, right? No, of course. They would, that would be negligent. It would be a fireable offense to basically get caught with your pants down like that. No, you have to be ready should this thing happen. Now, not every team does, but have the Titans prepared a a scenario and probably multiple, but at least one scenario should Aaron Rodgers become available? Yes, is the answer to that question. Lethal Latin says, LOL, this was not even on the mindset of old Bucky a few weeks ago saying Titans fans were crazy for thinking it's possible. Well, no, one, you're not, uh, you're not citing me accurately. Because I told you at the time, yes, it's possible. Anything is possible. If you want to do the analysis that way, yes, of course, anything is possible. I told you, is it probable? Then when we first talked about this, I believe I was in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. I told you, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? Hell no. And I will tell you, almost a a little over a month later, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. And these are the, this is the disparity between you and what you're trying. And by the way, don't put words in my mouth. Like if you want to have a, if you want to have a reasonable discussion, I'm completely and uh, completely and totally happy to have transparent dialogue with you guys about this. But when you try to twist my words that way, I think, you know, frankly, I don't really appreciate that to be honest with you. And I think it bogs down the nature of the show.
But when I get into when I get into the details of what I was able to learn in Indianapolis, I think this will shed a little more light on it for you. And that is what we're getting ready to discuss. But should it even be a possibility? Well, as of Saturday, meaning yesterday, this was not so because what the general manager of the Green Bay Packers had to say at the podium, because of of course, every, well, Bill Belichick didn't, but every other general manager and head coach in the NFL spoke to their respective media and to the assembled media who were in Indianapolis, as I was throughout the course of this week. And what Brian Gutekunst, who was the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, if you didn't know, said is that no one has even yet to call him about Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is not yet available. Yeah, there's no, no new updates, um, but I do think, um, you know, specifically with Aaron, I think he's got a, a very, um, you know, uh, tough process that he goes through to get himself ready to play every season. He's, it's a big commitment, and um, you know, he's done that for a long time, and um, it certainly shows in the results. And I think he feels he needs to do that to, 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 you know, to play the way at the level he plays at. And um, so I know that that weighs on him, but I think he's going through that now. Do you have the financials worked out with him to where if he's going to come back, that's already done? Or is that part of yeah, it's part of the process, you know, it's, uh, and I know, you know, Russ obviously uh, does a good job and he's kind of prepared for kind of any, which way we might go. So that's Brian Gutekunst, who is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers speaking earlier this week. Now, according to reports, he had, uh, as of yesterday, still not received any offers. And what I was able to learn throughout my, the course of my conversations on Saturday is that the Aaron Rodgers situation for the Titans specifically is one of the, it's probably, it is, I don't want to say it's the least likely of the other three teams, right? Tennessee, Denver, and Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh is basically not in the hunt at this point, although they are kind of on the peripherals with this stuff. And Tennessee is just kind of waiting to see how this plays out. That Will Ryan Tannehill in all likelihood, be the starting quarterback next season for the Tennessee Titans? Yes, I would I would venture to say 90%. Yes, that is going to be the case. But if you're asking me what percentage to put on the idea or what percentage of the Aaron Rodgers rumors are true, I'm going to tell you that here in just a second, and I'll read you some of the report. If you haven't read the report that I put out, Yesterday, I'll read you some of that here in just a second, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you're ready to feel the excitement of conference championships like never before, then DraftKings Sportsbook is the place for you. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets. If they do, all your team has to do is win their game and you can cash in with the promo code A2Z Sports. If you're not a new customer, that's okay. They've got same game parlays that allow you to get in on the college basketball action as well. You can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash as you like. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code A to Z Sports. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code A to Z Sports this week. 
at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. So that is, uh, that is uh, wh- what percentage of the Rodgers rumors do you believe to be so at this point? I've asked you for a number. You guys are all over the place. Some people think it's a all, it's a dead set certainty. Others of you are far more skeptical. I uh, I look at this and I say, based on the conversations that I have, I would put probably a fifteen percent, uh, or or rather, not a fifteen percent chance, but I would say about I would say about twenty percent of what you are seeing is accurate. Now, am I aware that people who were talking to me about this situation over the weekend could be gaslighting me in the exact same way? Yes. These are the risks you run at this time of year when everybody is lying about everything because nobody wants to show their hand. I am fully aware of this. And it was funny because I put out this, uh, this, uh, these, this information on Saturday, and I had people saying, uh, tweeting me, like, keep in mind, you know, uh, the NFL, nobody is telling the truth at this point. Like, I haven't, you know, not to sound like an asshole, but like, like I haven't been doing this for almost a decade at this point, respectfully. Like, there are things that I still have a lot to learn about my job, truly, but I think that I am discerning enough and that you you should be able to trust me enough to know uh, that I need to be approaching a lot of this with a degree of skepticism. I would say about 20% of what you are seeing out there revolving around Rodgers and Tennessee right now specifically is factually accurate because what the plan is right now is to move forward with Ryan Tannehill. One, because to to attain Rodgers, he would have, have to first be available. He is currently not available. If he becomes available, they will have a certain amount of capital that they are willing to give up to attain him and also would have to make certain moves to make sure that they have the financial space to take on a much, much bigger salary cap hit than the one they are con- uh, that they are currently prepared to take on, which, of course, is that of Ryan Tannehill, who has the fifth biggest cap hit in football. Rodgers is currently two. So when you kind of break this stuff down, the way that John Robinson addressed it, and he said, you know, basically they see all the news, all the speculation out there, It's his job to stay on top of that. But this is a quote. But we haven't had any discussions with any other teams about any other quarterbacks. And based on, that was Wednesday, based on the people that I spoke to yesterday, that was still so as of yesterday. Uh, There are reports saying that the Packers have yet to engage in any trade talks with teams about Aaron Rodgers as of right now. And one NFL source that I spoke to said that this whole Aaron Rodgers considering destinations thing is really just nothing more than gaslighting of quarterback thirsty fan bases. And Denver is thirsty, Pittsburgh is thirsty, and Titans fans are absolutely losing their minds because they've seen a prettier uh, girl or prettier, you know, a significant other at the quarterback position that they would like to attach themselves to because they've grown tired of their partner in Ryan Tannehill and especially with the way that he was a big part of your season ending. But at this point, I would say about 20% of what you're seeing out there is factually accurate 
between the Titans and Aaron Rodgers specifically. Keep that in mind and understand, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? Of course not. This is the way that you have to continue to view these things. And listen, it could shoot... Could it, could it, could it change in the, I mean, could it change in the next hour? Of course it could. John Robinson did the Julio Jones deal in the middle of a boat trip on a, on Percy Priest, right? Like these things materialize in ways that you don't expect them to. And in time frames that you don't expect it to it, maybe that sounds like a cop out, but you guys know how quickly this stuff moves. And I think most of you understand and are discerning enough to know this to be so. But if you're asking me what percentage of that, I would say about 20%. Um, MB says, quit lumping all of all fans together, uh, Buck. Well, I mean, I try not to, you know, honestly. I, I, I don't want I don't want to put you guys all in the same category because some of you are more discerning than others, right? But I would say that it's totally okay. I mean, you, if you want to get excited about the idea of Aaron Rodgers for the Titans this year, I'm not... I don't want to say that I'm trying to like tell you to cut the shit, but it it it's just not realistic. It, but and 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 I say all of this knowing that I was one of these people who said Julio Jones was very unrealistic. By the way, it was unrealistic up until the phone call that John Robinson got while sitting on a pontoon boat in the middle of June on Percy Priest. I can't tell you that it could that it would never happen. Of course I would never do that or at least I think I'm far enough along in this to know to not speak in definitives when it's so so early on. Now he's expected by the way Aaron Rodgers is to make a decision this week. That decision could add wrinkles to this, but as we sit here tonight on Sunday March the 6th at 8:44 p.m. Central Time, Aaron Rodgers to the Titans is highly improbable. Possible? Yes. Probable? No. And I'll be happy to continue to have this conversation with you guys because I understand why you feel the way you do about your quarterback position and why you want to continue and why you want to continue uh, to to have this conversation because you know, and we all know that Aaron Rodgers is a superior quarterback to Ryan Tannehill. You want the better quarterback on your football team. I totally, I totally get that. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 cause I, I feel like sometimes I, I get in this headspace and this is my fault. This is completely my fault where I just, I get so tired of seeing the same conversations had where I'm just like, I mean, where, where I get frustrated. And sometimes that comes across with you guys in ways that it shouldn't. And I, and you know, like uh, I, I tell you guys sometimes to be better. I, I all the time need to be better. Right. Uh, that's a, it's a continual it's a continual process for me to learn how to make sure that I'm, you know, not being dismissive because this is my job to be in the middle of all of these things. And you guys, you know, you, you, you pop on tonight or you pop on on a, on a Wednesday or whatever, and you want to talk about sports and you're, you're not like, you're not living and breathing with this stuff at three 30 in the morning, four days a week in Indianapolis to try and figure this shit out. I totally get it. Right. So I, I want to not be outright dismissive of Titans fans and their clear and obvious lust for Aaron Rodgers. But I also am going to consistently tell you until such time as it changes that this is a highly improbable scenario at this point. But it is still interesting to talk about. And by the way, we are going to continue to talk about it because I I do not believe that the connection between the Titans and Aaron Rodgers will end after 
this week. I think there's going to continue to be stuff swirling around them until such time as he makes a decision. And by the way, that decision very well could be to say he's had enough of Green Bay and then it all starts over again, right? But as we sit here tonight, as I said, this is the scenario for Aaron Rodgers and the Titans. And there's not a ton of stuff there to really dive into just yet, other than it's a really, really sexy topic. All right, let's move on and let's uh, let's talk about the Combine because the Combine is now done. The rumors will continue to swirl because it is the offseason. But given that the NFL Combine has just concluded, and I've just returned actually today from uh, from Indianapolis, I want to talk about what my biggest takeaway was in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and how it relates to the player that I think you would do very, very well to draft in the first round this year. I'm going to tell you who that player is and what my takeaway from the NFL, what my main takeaway, Titans-related takeaway from the NFL Combine was momentarily right after I tell you about our friends at excuse me, at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team has you covered because they are going to help you win the, <clears throat> win the buyer battle with the Intel edge that only the Ashton team can provide. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, and of Primetime. I bought my home through the Ashton team two years ago, coming up on three years ago. And all it has done is appreciate in value because the Ashton team used their Intel Edge to make sure that I got everything that I needed plus future uh, future propositions or future rather, um, inv- basically just future property value increase because that's exactly what has happened with my home. It's gone up $100,000 in three years from the from the purchase price of my home in Nashville because of the Ashton team. And so I'm eternally grateful to them, just as you will be if you use the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So what was your biggest takeaway from the NFL Combine? Uh, mine has to do with a Titans prospect, but I'm curious to know if you guys have any takeaways or if you just want to Get into mine. That's completely fine, too. Not everybody watches the Combine religiously, and uh, that I totally understand. Um, for uh, for Ed, Kyle Severin has, has every house price has gone up. Buck Alameo. Well, that's that's also very true. <laughs> that is very true, Kyle. But also, you know, you can you can do it even more with the Gary Ashton team. Uh, Demetrius says the speed of these prospects are crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, the official speed is much less um mind-blowing but this is an incredibly fast class and we're going to play one in one in particular that like blew my mind when I watched it uh in real time I think that was on Thursday evening um for uh for the prospects that I the crazy 40 times for Dre Wilson as well Chris Frazier says Desmond Ritter the quarterback out of Cincinnati looks really really good Uh, so with with all of this and it's you know it's just ended you guys may you may not be that interested in the combine, but I think just to kind of give you what I what most interested me and what further entrenched me in the position that I think the Titans should do in the first round, provided that this player is still there, is that Zion Johnson, the offensive guard from Boston College, is the player that I believe the Titans would do well to draft in the first round, depending on what is there. 26th overall is currently where their selection is. And I had the opportunity to talk with Zion Johnson 
who, uh, of course, Mike Vrabel is intimately familiar with, given that Tyler Vrabel played left tackle on that same offensive line. There were a cut there, too. Uh, uh, really uh, well-regarded Boston College prospects. The center, uh, I think his name is Alec Lindstrom, uh, who has a brother in the league. And then Zion Johnson, a guard, a converted tackle, who's played guard, and now some teams like at center. Zion Johnson, a guard is not a sexy pick, but it is a necessary one, given the status of your offensive line. And I was truly impressed with the young man that I had the opportunity to speak with on Wednesday. Um, it, it was it was really good. I mean, I, I think for me, coming from Davidson, I don't think I, I'd ever seen an NFL head coach in the flesh. So um, it was, you know, a, just a great opportunity. Also, Tyler's just a great guy to be around. He was my roommate uh, for, for two years, so. Now, you were team captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, how important is that been in the interview process? Is it something that gets brought up? Um, I would say it's not really something that people harp on. It's maybe a question you might ask, were you a captain? But, you know, I think it's definitely important to show that you're a leader, whether that means you're a captain or you're just a big influence on your team. I worked uh, pass blocking in space, and that really helped me at guard. At the end of the day, being one-on-one pretty much the whole year, um, really helped me in situations this year where inside, you know, maybe I had to block a four-eye on my own. And, uh, you know, I, I just had experience at blocking in space when I was that tackle. You know, I, I, I feel like that's something I struggled with early on. Didn't really you know, play tackle mostly in my career. But I had the opportunity to learn and grow at that position, translating things back to guard. Uh, this man had not just not only is the tape great. Uh, you heard him describing the fact that when he was converted from tackle to guard, it helped him have a better understanding of how to pass pro in space because you're left on an island, much more on the edges, on the bookends, as it were. And Zion Johnson has a fundamental understanding of that. His footwork is exceptional, and I thought he had a really good combine as well. He had 32 reps on the bench press. Uh, you know, he wasn't the fastest as far as the 40 was concerned, but 40-yard dash stuff for offensive linemen really isn't critical. You're talking about those 10-yard split type drills that they that they want to see from offensive linemen to better gauge their explosiveness in a short space because, of course, that is much more relevant to the playing of the position. <clears throat> to the playing of the position. He's really separated him. I mean, he was already separated himself from the other offensive linemen, from the interior. I'm not saying that he's the best interior offensive player because I think the, uh, I, I believe it's the Iowa center is pro- is regarded right now as the best of the interior prospects. And uh, there are a couple of guys who are also being discussed in that same length, but I think that the Titans would be so fortunate to be able to land him. Of course, it's always best player available. And if there's a better prospect there sitting at 26th overall when it is your turn, to select, then one could hardly blame the Titans for going that direction. But Zion Johnson satisfies a bunch of needs. And as you heard, a team captain, somebody who Mike Vrabel knows very, very well and who would very much fit the Titans scheme based on his competitiveness, his skill set, and his just plain nastiness when he's out there uh, on the uh, on the line. This is, uh, this is a player that I'm really going to look forward to seeing how this uh, how this continues to go along? Um, TK Bullis says my ad uh, going uh, my dad's going nuts hearing your oh your ADD your ADD going nuts hearing numerous people talking at the same time yeah the, the, that was that was a tough that, it's kind of tough right because they have 
think it's nine like main podiums. Not, not that anybody cares about this, but this is just just so you know why that why that's like that. When they do the media interview part of it, they have I think it's ten podiums in the main space. One prospect goes. Uh, they they increment them basically in like fifteen minute intervals, so they run all the offensive linemen through. So Zion Johnson may be the first one up at podium one. Then Evan Neal's going to be up at podium one. 15 minutes later. And while Zion Johnson is talking, there's two other guys talking on me on either side of him. And by the way, like they do like even smaller podium settings for the lesser known guys. And that was an even bigger nightmare. Like I didn't even, I didn't even go over there, which sucks because there's a lot of fun players that were off, not on the main podiums, but you just, I mean, it was impossible to, to get a, a quote that was legible because they were just stacked on top of each other and they had speakers for social distancing purposes. But anyway, I uh, would you pick who would you pick in the first round? Wide receiver Burks. So you're talking about Traylon Burks, the uh, the Arkansas wide receiver, or Zion Johnson, the guard out of uh, Boston College. I mean, uh, Burks is a Burks is a great player, but you already have one of those. You have AJ Brown. The bet the the comp for Traylon Burks is AJ Brown. Now, would it be bad to have two AJ Browns? No, but you need some kind of diversity of skill set at your wide receiver spot, and. Uh, I mean, best player available is probably Traylon Burke. So if both of them are sitting there, I'd be shocked to see Traylon Burke sitting there at 26. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'd probably be surprised to see Zion Johnson sitting there too. But uh, somebody, they can't, they can't all be, you know, top 20 picks. Um, I think that Traylon Burks is a skill set that you already have and that for the sake of your offense and a little bit of diversity as far as what your wide receiver wide receiver room can do, you just need a guy that's that has a bit of difference to his game than AJ already does because AJ Brown is is a top five receiver when he's healthy. So you have a guy who's top five who's already built the way that Traylon Burks is. You, what you don't have is a a plan uh, with the offensive line beyond uh, Nate Davis at this point um, because everything basically every other position is very much. In flux, except actually, and in talking to people at the combine this week, I think Taylor Lewan, Taylor Lewan's is as safe as any player on that offensive line. Um, what they're going to do about Ben Jones and Roger Saffold and and David Questenberry right now remains to be seen. But Taylor Lewan, um, I'm almost certain is coming back uh, based on the combine conversations this week, and we'll dive into that later on in the show. But uh, I I think that Zion Johnson, he's he fills a great uh, a great need for you. He can play multiple positions. Teams were working him at center at the senior bowl as well. He's a very very talented young man and uh and I think that there's a lot to like. And also, like there's guys going to be on on day 2 and day 3 at both the wide receiver position and the the interior offensive line positions that you can get and will will probably will end up having, you know, exceptional professional careers. Not just the first. It's uh, teams build primarily not in the first round, right? The first round is just the sexiest of the selections usually. But um, I mean, you could do worse than either of those guys, Traylon Burks or Zion Johnson. But for me, I really, really enjoyed uh, spending time with Zion Johnson and he tested out so, so well. Um, just a, a quick update on the numbers for him. 32 reps on the bench press. He had a vertical, a, a, a vertical, a vertical jump of 32 inches and his broad jump was nine nine feet four inches. Um, there were a lot of guys, uh, super athletic offensive linemen, uh, even interior guys. I thought were uh, were really really strong, um, like Iki Aquanu and Zion Johnson, Cam Jurgens, Trevor Penning, um, Cole Strange. There's a there's a lot of good players 
a lot of good offensive linemen in this draft uh, scenario. All right, let's wrap things up with one more uh, one more combine circumstance and uh, one more combine circumstance and say this before we wrap it up. What what forty yard dashes don't always matter, but was there one that blew you away? Because the numbers this this weekend or this week, well, and this weekend were crazy at the combine, um, like record setting, unofficial times at this point. Uh, but was there one that blew you away the most? Because the wide receivers were running on a fast track the whole way through. The official times came back considerably slower than the unofficial times were because we thought for a moment we had a new record with the uh, the Baylor wide receiver. Um, uh, Thornton is the last name. I'm blanking on his first name. I think it's Ty. I, I don't want. I don't want to say something incorrectly. But the Baylor wide receiver who ran a four-two-one unofficially. Um, uh, we thought may have broken a record and the wide receiver numbers were crazy, but was there one 40 yard dash time that made you really pick up and notice because, uh, there was one for me. I'll tell you who that was here in just a second, right after I remind you about Brymac mechanical, B R Y M A K Brymac.com satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Three locations in middle Tennessee to hook you up commercially, residentially, whatever you need to get in your comfort zone. Brymac's got you. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. Whose 40-yard dash impressed you the most? Taekwon Thornton. See, I wanted to say Taekwon, but I, I wasn't I wasn't for sure. So thank you guys for uh, following up. Noctropolis says, uh, great show as always, Buck. Bring, back, bring the salmon jumpsuit back. We need a distraction from all the Aaron Rodgers talk. Well, I'll get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll wear the, the uh, salmon jumpsuit to, to the radio show tomorrow. Um, but the thing that blew me away, uh, Bayless Jones Jr. was moving, moving. Chris Olave blew my mind, basically. Jaw-dropping, it was 4-2-6. I think the official came back as 4-3-9, so just to kind of show you the disparity. Bayless Jones Jr. is going to be interesting. He's going to make his money on special teams in this league. I mean, if you're if you're saying anything other than Jordan Davis, the mountain, mountain man of a defensive tackle out of Georgia this year, uh, you're incorrect because Jordan Davis at his size moving that fast. Holy hell, watch out. Play. He's really instinctive. Here he goes. Yeah, that's a big man moving. He is. That Four, is a big eight, man moving. I'm going to play it again because that's faster than Baker Mayfield. That's faster than uh, That's faster than some running backs who have tested out really, really well in years past. 40-yard dash doesn't mean doesn't mean that he's going to be, you know, the next Jeff Simmons, but it does mean that he's capable of chasing down quarterbacks at that size, which is, you know, it's batshit crazy, to be honest with you. Play. He's really instinctive. Here he goes. Yeah, that's a big man moving. He is. That Four, is a big eight, man moving. A lot of the defensive line numbers are crazy, but again, I mean, he's almost he's almost 400 pounds. He's three. He's been anywhere between 370 and 380. As a uh, as a college player, he's getting ready to go to the league now. Maybe he'll lose some of that uh, some of that body fat percentage, and he's not. There's not a lot of body fat to him. Uh, not not the not to make it about that. He's just a giant giant dude. But once he gets in a uh, NFL conditioning program, it's reasonable to think that he may he may uh, slender up a little bit. But still, I mean, we're talking about a player who's at his lightest, probably going to be three sixty plus, which is insane, and he's running a four eight. At that size, madness to me. That was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen uh, at any combine. I've been to four of them now, and that uh, I was not expecting to see that. 
Great show tonight. Thank you guys for hanging out. I hope that I gave you some good context, some good information, and some good conversations. Thank you guys, as always, for your comments. The show is not possible without you all. We'll get into more of the Aaron Rodgers details tomorrow on the radio show, uh, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. My buddy Arif Hassan of The Athletic is going to be our first Mock Draft Monday guest. We'll do that at 1220, and uh, your phone calls are always welcome if you want to talk about the Rodgers situation because there's going to be a lot that is said. We will uh, get into that tomorrow from 10 to 1 Central Time on the radio show, and if I don't catch you then, I'll talk to you tomorrow around 8 p.m. Central Time on A to Z Sports Primetime.